And we're back on the podcast, and today we're going to talk about another episode on health. Mm-hmm. Um, but what in particular? We're going to talk about mental health. Recently, we celebrated, I think, uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, so what do you think about mental health when you hear the, the words mental health? What comes to your mind? I think we have this wrong notion that when we talk about mental health, it's somebody who has an unhealthy kind of thinking. Like somebody who is crazy, like uh, a psycho. Yeah, but I believe that that is, uh, that's wrong. Because mm-hmm. mental health, we could have healthy mental attitude. That's right. Uh, it's, it's a very um, sensitive topic, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you were to ask me, um, when I hear the words mental health, I think about people who have depression, anxiety, fears, among other things. Mm-hmm. Insecurities, you yeah. know. Uh, but what do you think is the real meaning of mental health? I mean, do you know what you're going through also when you talk about mental health? If I ask you, Sam, uh, what is your present mental health? Well, first of all, um, it's, I think, similar to like taking care of your physical health. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't just take care of our bodies, but we have to also pay attention to our thoughts, our mental state, because I think it's equally important um, in, in the way that we, the quality of our life, we, the quality of our life depends on also our, our mental health. Right. You know, there are many people who only think about their nutrition and their physical uh, well-being, but you know that there's something bothering them, and so their behavior towards others are affected. Yeah. For example, if I am a fearful woman, I'm always anxious Uh, I'm always uncertain about the future. My relationship with others is going to be affected. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you been, did you ever go through some mental problems, Samantha? Um, I remember uh, it was about probably four or five years ago. Um, I I was a naturally shy, shy girl growing up. But that never really got into uh, something complicated. It's it's just that I thought, you know, this is my personality. Um, but I'm not talking about shyness here. Okay. Uh, five years ago, I went through something called social anxiety disorder. Social anxiety disorder. So the acronym is S-A-D. ironic. Yeah. Sad. Social anxiety disorder. Yes. Okay. Tell us about it. So. Uh, the reason why there's a name for it is because I, I had to visit um, a re- uh, like a, a qualified counselor mm-hmm. in the Philippines. And this counselor gave a name for it. Apparently, there's something as social anxiety disorder. So what is social anxiety disorder? It's fear of interacting with people. But it's not a general, like people in general, because there are days, there are days where I'm fine and I can interact with people. Mm-hmm. But there are days where I just feel like hiding. And when I force myself to talk to somebody, maybe because it's necessary, mm. 
Uh, I feel my heart palpitating. My eyes begin to water like I'm about to cry. Mm-hmm. And I get so nervous, so anxious. Like I just want to disappear at that moment. And all these thoughts are just going through my mind. Like, oh, the, the, and especially when the symptoms, the manifestations happen. I, I think even more like, oh no, this person is noticing I'm about to cry. Oh, this person is noticing I'm shaking, I'm trembling inside, you know. And even more, I, I get scared. So you consider that as a um, mental issue? I think so, because there's no specific trigger. Like, it's not like, okay, I'm scared of this kinds of people or that kinds of people. It happens, it's an irrational fear. Okay, let's make it, let's, let's put a distinguish uh, between the SAD uh-huh. and somebody who is an introvert. Samantha yeah. is not an introvert. I thought I was an introvert. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, a lot of us probably... Uh, may experience this that we are there are times when we are afraid to face people and uh, it could be that it could be a slight um, SAD mm-hmm. or a mild mild a SAD. mild one or the in the case of Samantha she it really increased and in progressed to really being afraid even to face her brother and her sister-in-law. Yeah, it got that bad. Yes, and, um, that's right. And uh, it really got in the way of my life mm-hmm. because at that time I was already a minister. I was already serving. Okay. Um, and I had to face people. Part of what I do is talk talk is talk to people. Yeah. And um, it, it, it got to the point where when I would have an appointment with somebody, probably for lunch or they'd invite me to a party, I would say yes because maybe that day I was feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then the next day or the, the, the days that are near, they're nearing the, the event, I would cancel just like that because I was scared. Yes. So uh, SAD and uh, concerns like Depression, uh, what else? Fear. Do they all fall on the same category as a mental issue? issue? I think so. Okay. I think so. so. I think, well, um, do you think that there are specific medications that should be taken? Of course, no. there's, there's something biological about it. There could be for some, you know. Some have the hormonal imbalance. Um, some people say they call it as some something that they inherited from their parents or grandparents. Yeah. But in the case of Samantha, um, she was told that there is no cure for it. Well, in fairness to that counselor, um, that counselor told me advice mm-hmm. by the book. Yes. By the way, it's like a legit counseling session because I had to pay like a thousand pesos per session. Mm-hmm. But she only went for one session. Not one, I think maybe three times, I guess. I yeah, I reached three three times. Uh-huh. Uh, the good thing about that is I was able to open up. Yes, that's the most important thing. Yeah, And also for the counselor to describe what Samantha went through is something that I also discovered Oh, there is such a thing as a social anxiety disorder. Mm. Uh, so now that we know her situation, it is good to know how we solve it. Mm-hmm. It's the same way as depression 
and things that make you fearful. You need to discuss it with somebody who has a listening heart and who would who would probably help you um, journey through something that will set you free from being stuck in that situation. Right. Because I know Samantha, she's no longer uh, suffering from SAD <laughs> because, see, she's... Uh, She's everywhere. She's so public. She meets with people, a group of people, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one, and I don't see any more of that SAD where her eyes would water or she would hyperventilate or she yeah. would cancel the meeting. I've seen her cancel meetings many, many times. Many, many times. And actually, it got in the way of my, our, my relationship with my family because they would get so frustrated. It's like, why would Sam always exclude herself from family gatherings, yes, yeah. important events? Yes. And it's so hard to explain to, to people who, who, are not, who don't understand. Yeah, right. It can be very frustrating and, and it, it can lead you to even more depression because you feel like you're different. Yeah. You feel like nobody really understands. They some people may think, you know, that's just fear, you know, just get over it. But let's be very careful to give advice because yes. to say that, you know, just get over it, you yeah. know, it's it's very insensitive. And people who are going through depression and fear and anxiety, because there are such things as a panic attack, anxiety attack. Let's try not to minimize what they are going through and say, yeah. you know, get over it. Just pray. But they need somebody to journey with them, mm. walk with them as, as they go to that place where they will just be set free, just like my daughter here. What did you do? Well, so after those, those three sessions, uh -huh. um, I, 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 had, um, I had a thought in my mind. I, I cannot accept this. Good. I cannot accept this because one of the things that was told to me and what I understood about social anxiety disorder is it's something that I have to just live with. Yeah, I think that's in the book. It's it's part of the... That there is yeah. no cure for that. And <sighs> one of my remedies, one of the things I would do is when I would have a panic attack, I figured it out. I would exclude myself from a, a gathering or from a conversation. I would go to the toilet, to the bathroom, look in the mirror and just breathe. I, I just did that on my own to calm myself. And I found out from the counselor that that's one of the ways to actually cope. Mm -hmm. um, and this counselor said, that's very good. You know, you're, you're learning to cope. Yes. Um, and you learn to live with it. You learn to live with it. And get over it. Not get, o not get over it. Like you just got to deal with it every time it happens. Oh, but I never see. really uh, get over it, basically. You're not mm -hmm. going to be cured from it, but you just get better at okay. dealing with it. So, so wh what do you say about people who go through depression and panic attack? You know, it's a very real thing. In fact, when I think about it right now, somehow I, I'm brought back to those emotions. It's like it's very real. I feel it right here mm -hmm. at the moment. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm scared now, but going back, it's like that is a real, that's a real issue. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about Make sure you open up to somebody who's willing to listen to you and who understands. So aside from the counselor, I, my mom was there with me. And yes. so when that SAD thing was discovered, mm -hmm. I would be very comfortable to tell her, Mom, you know, at this moment, I'm having a panic attack. Yes. And you know what? 
you know, people would normally know what I would do. I will lead my daughter to prayer. (laughs) And people who open up to me about getting scared or going through depression, of course, I would listen and listen really, really with an open heart and be with them as they journey through this uh, depression and fear. But then there's always hope. Because can I just quote in the Bible? Yeah, Uh, of course. Psalm 103 says... Bless the Lord, O my soul, um, and forget not all his benefits, who healed all my of, diseases. No, who healed all our diseases. Mm. And what does it mean by all? Yeah. I mean, I have this faith that what God says, it will happen. And so it may not be an instant cure, but keep praying. And say, because it's actually saying to yourself, there is hope. You cannot just succumb to the SAD, the social anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. You cannot just succumb to, yes, I will just be a depressive person for the rest of my life. I will just be a person who is so fearful. You can just do what Samantha has been doing to step aside, take a deep breath and say, you know, Lord, help me. I can get over this. Because when you talk to yourself, you're telling your brain, you're telling yourself, I'm not going to succumb to this. I'm going to get over this. The Mm -hmm. hurdle will help you along with the people who are walking beside you, journeying with you, that you just don't rely on them as a crutch. You also need to have that resolve. I don't want this. I reject this. So pray and say, Lord, and I, and I know that you've been praying. You've been praying for, for me. Um, that's the reason why that something clicked in my mind. I'm not going to receive this. I'm not going to accept that this is something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. And at that moment, in that dark moment of my life, that season of my life, I, didn't, I wasn't conscious about where God was. I just saw everything in just the physical realm. Mm-hmm. But our faith is very important to us. We believe in, in Jesus Christ, in a higher, higher being that's in control of, of all these things. That, and that if we just surrender and go to, to Him, He will help us through it. And at that moment, I realized there's another dimension I'm failing to look at. And that's the spiritual aspect of it. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not talking about anything spooky or uh, mystical, but it's simply praying. It's simply talking to God and saying, God, I'm at the end of my rope. I need your help. And at that moment, something changed. Yes. You know, you, I keep saying this. Do not accept it. Do not receive it as something that is hereditary or I am made this way. Just like Samantha, ask for people's help, people's help. And of course, there is a super, supreme being who would help us. His name is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, you cry for help and say, Lord, I need you. When you say, I need you, she said something happens. Yes, she does it daily. I know that. Because she goes through a lot uh, 
so many problems, not just the SAD. Uh, she also gets disheartened about some situations. But we say, I need your help, Lord. And she comes to me. She goes mm-hmm. to her friends who are trustworthy and discuss the matters with them. Yeah. So aside from accountability, yes. aside from our faith, yeah. um, one big part of my recovery from SAD is um, having a positive mindset. But I cannot draw a positive mindset from nothing. I cannot just conjure it and say, okay, from now on, I'm going to have a positive mindset. Especially when you're in that dark place, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. So I had to draw it out from some place. And um, I drew it out from the Word of God. I drew it out from the Bible. Okay. The Christian Bible. Uh-huh. Um, there are so many promises, verses in the Bible that pertain to fear, anxiety. Uh, you would find throughout the Bible, God saying, do not be afraid, do not fear, do not be anxious about anything. Do not worry. Do not worry. And so when I found it hard to have a positive mind, I had to look into a place where there was hope, and that was the Bible. Mm -hmm. So what I did was open up the Bible every day. I made a resolve because I wanted to change my mental state. Yeah. So I, I turned to verses such as in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And at first, when I would recite that in the morning and in the evening, or whenever I would have a panic attack, it wouldn't really be real to me. But I made the resolve that I will keep saying it, just like maybe some of you have a morning mantra, or I don't know what you call it, like uh, affirmations. I treated it as such until until I, I actually, it became real to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Feed your mind with positive things. The Bible has uh, a buffet of all promises of God that is good for us. We cannot feed ourselves with uh, looking at negative news. Uh, surrounding yourself with people who are also negative. So what do you feed yourself? Everything is just negative and fearful and full of anxiety, hopelessness, depression. The Word of God has has so many promises. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says there, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So with that, Samantha... I think uh, we can we can uh, just tell our friends here that there is hope mm. in your situation. Yeah, call for help, ask for help, and of course, pray. I I, I like this. I like this quote I saw online. It's okay to have Jesus and a counselor too. That's right. It's okay. It's all right. Because you need, um, God uses counselors, Christian counselors. God uses mentors to really speak life into us. If you're not accountable to anyone yet, um, look for somebody, pray about somebody who you can really trust with anything. I have probably two or three people in my life only that, that who know me uh, inside out and, I, and, and they won't judge me Yes, that's for what imp- I tell them. That's important. 
go to people who will not judge you and minimize your problem. Minimize your problem and also gossip about you. Make sure that you go to a safe place. Yeah, that's awesome. And the good, the good part about this story is as I kept reciting those scripture verses from the Bible, you know, I, I don't even know which day I got delivered from it. There's no particular day. Why? Because I got, got caught up in focusing on the positives that I, I no longer remember when the negative stopped. That's good. That's, That's good, good news. Yeah. Yes. I'm out of it. There's hope. Uh-huh. If, if it happened to me, it can happen to you. Yes. All right. Well, it's the end of our podcast. We'll see you in the next one. God Bye. God bless.